Hi, friends. Uh, welcome to Locathora's audio-only Let's Play podcast, where today we're doing a bonus episode. Uh, Kylie of uh, Kylie's Into the Verse was uh, a little bit shocked and appalled, astonished, you might say, at the thought of just recording straight into your phone and then just immediately publishing it with no editing. So, uh, just sort of for fun, I thought, hey, we could do this as like a, a challenge. And uh, so I'm just, I'm just here recording in general. I'm not even sure what game we're going to play that. Uh, we're, this is sort of a, an exercise in how unprepared and uh, poorly produced can we make an episode? So first, let's make sure... Oh, yeah, we got some of our Mucho Mango Arizona All-Natural Fruit Juice Cocktail. Let's be sure. I have a, a plastic mug that's a mason jar with a handle on the side, and the whole thing's made of plastic. It's really fun to look at. Oh, I better turn off my, uh, my notifications here. Otherwise, we'll be getting all sorts of beeps during this hour. Oof, right there. So, um, the Arizona cans, they hold 23 fluid ounces. That's about two mace. Well, hmm. It looks like right now it's only a half jar for the second serving of mason jar. Uh, I might have poured, I might have refilled the jar earlier. I think, I think the first time I used these, because this is the second Arizona can I've gone through, I think the first can was two mason jars. Uh, and then... There was just a little bit of a goof on the pouring. Let's <clears throat> let's find a game to play. Uh, well, um, we're gonna play a Super Nintendo game. I haven't played really many Super Nintendo games on the cast before. Um, I'm just looking at the at the pile of Super Nintendo cartridges in front of me. Uh, I feel like we'd want a game with a little more language. Let's go with uh, Earthbound. That's great, right? Uh, shows the Nintendo logo, shows the Ape logo. Oh, let's make sure the sound is turned up because we want... I'm going to put this over near the speakers. Kai was asking, how do you get the, the video game uh, audio into the phone? And Troy and I said, well, naturally you just put the phone near the speakers. Uh, so that the phone can just pick up the game audio that way. It says, Earthbound, the war against Gygas. And there's UFOs shooting down, like lightning, sort of twisting, twisting lightning laser beams uh, versus like an American city. Uh, and then that fades out. And then it says, Earthbound. And it's playing this great. I'm going to turn this up. Yeah. Let's make sure that our sound settings are... We've got volume at 30%. Uh, for now, we're gonna go volume 100%, and then I'm just gonna use the physical speakers knob. I have the window open, because it's a nice day out. I hope that having the window open... This is produced by Shigesato Itoi. Very famous. It's as, as sort of an attract mode. It's showing the party running around. Uh, but let's get to the game. So, uh, first you hit start new game, now we get to select a task speed fast. The dog is upset because, uh, I'm the only person in the house, and, 
when mom isn't home, uh, she is upset because she is like the most attention-needing dog. Okay, she's chilling out a little bit. Let's see, please select sound setting. Uh, we can pick stereo or mono. We're gonna pick, uh, actually we're gonna pick mono because the, again, the way the speakers are set up right now, that's mono is better because only one of the speakers is really being used. The other one is like on the far side of one of the monitors. Uh, which style of windows do you prefer? We got plain, mint, strawberry, banana, or peanut flavor. Um, this affects the coloration of the border. I'm going to go with mint. I've played the game with mint a lot, and so that's, uh, that's nice. So first it says, please name him, and we get five letters to name a boy. He's got... Um, some sort of normal shorts, a yellow backpack, uh, a horizontal striped shirt that's like blue and yellow stripes, and he's got a red baseball cap with a blue brim. And uh, how old is this boy? He is maybe a fifth grader, according to Shigeseko Itoi. Um, and Itoi based that on the fact that like his daughter was in fifth grade when he was making this game. In the... In some of the production information, it says that Ness is 12 in the Japanese version, and then in the US version, that same information like changed his age to 13. So he might be 13, um, which is more like seventh grade if you're in the US. I don't know if the Japanese ages and grade numbers match up the same. In the, in the US, I always remember that when you, uh, when you leave a grade, your age is that grade plus six. So like you leave kindergarten, which is kind of grade zero, you're six years old. You leave first grade, you're seven years old. Um, and then most people enter a grade one year younger than that, have a birthday during the school year, and then leave. Uh, of course, uh, about 25% of the population doesn't have a birthday during the school year, but you know, whatever. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, so, so we have a standard, uh, naming screen we can pick small and capital letters there's some punctuation we're allowed and we have this interesting option called don't care uh rather than showing a name that's like the default name and then allowing you to backspace and overwrite it uh which is sort of how final fantasy lets you name characters and chrono trigger like the square enix games present you a default name like titus or chrono or cloud or whatever and then you can erase it if you want this gives you a blank canvas and then in the corner, it says you can pick a don't care option. And not only is there one option where it says Ness, there are actually multiple. We can also pick Alec, Roger, Will, Brian, Tyler, Lane, and then eventually it cycles back to Ness. So I think that that's really cool. We're gonna pick Ness. Now we have name her too. This is a girl, presumably the same age as Ness. She's in a pink dress with red shoes. She's got uh, two pink hair things in her. Lyra, chill out. She's got two, oh, she's got two red ribbons in her hair. She's got blonde hair. Um, and if we pick don't care, then her name is Paula. There's also Nancy, Sky, Paige, Marie, Holly, Jane. Uh, Paula's the sort of the standard name. I think the very first time I ever played through this game with my brother, we picked Paige. So for years, we always referred to this character's name as Paige. Uh, now we have Jeff. It says, name your friend. Um, which is an interesting way to phrase it because Ness has met, never met Jeff before. Jeff is um, a boy wearing a suit 
He's about Nessa's age, but he's wearing like a like a uniform, like you'd have sort of a a suit style uniform at sort of a British boarding school, or in this case, like an off-brand Canadian boarding school because Jeff comes from off-brand Canada. Um, Jeff is also blonde. His hair is uh, very well trimmed. He doesn't have any headgear, um, but he does have glasses. And so don't care options are Jeff, Dan, Henry, Isaac, Ralph, Sean, Rob. Now, we're not going to play through this whole thing, uh, but we are going to name the character Dan with a capital K. Uh, let's, let's put a... No, we're going to put a space. Dan, space, and then a capital K. That's, that looks good. That's, this is correct. Name your friend. Your friend named Dan K. Name another friend. Uh, this is a kid who's sort of a stereotypical kung fu guy. I think his country reminds me more of Tibet, but I think maybe he's supposed to be Chinese. Um, I, China's a big place, so maybe I'm sort of just... The parts of China that I think of when I think of like medieval Chinese are different from this particular place he comes from. He comes from a foreign country called Dalam. Or Dalam. I don't know how you say it. Um, and he's got... His head is mostly shaved, except for like right in the middle. He's got like a little tiny tuft of hair that comes out into sort of a, a little rat tail, ponytail type thing. He's wearing like a white karate gi, like a martial artist would. Um... His default name is Pooh. Other options are Kato, Kai, Omar, Ramin, Aziz, Lado. Uh, definitely not going to name him Pooh. Uh, that's just... It's just a little... I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to actually name him Pooh. Uh, when I played through the game with my brother again, uh, we used the name Kato, so we thought of him as Kato for years because it's just sometimes, like when in Final Fantasy V, the name Butts in the Final Fantasy V tr fan translation, I just, you can't name the character Butts and be serious about the character. It's just not. Anyway, um, so we're actually going to go with uh, Troy. How about Troy? Because Kai... Uh, actually, okay. If I if I name Troy, then we wouldn't have a space for Kai. But we can actually, if you go back, you can keep pressing back. And then if you go back when there's no letters entered, you can go back to previous characters. So now we're back on the first character. So the first character's name is Troy. Uh, oh, it looks like... I was pressing select to switch capitalization like it works in Pokemon. But that apparently is not... Uh, and uh, so if we have Troy, and then we'll get a, we'll, we'll put Troy P for Turtle Power. Uh, and then Paula. I don't, I don't know of any gals on the audio only that's played Discord server. I'm sure there are some. Don't wanna, don't wanna erase the existence of the 19 people online and 64 people offline that I'm not quite noticing. I just don't know. So I guess we'll go with Paula. That seems 
fine. I don't want to delay too much about this. Uh, and then Dan K is uh, the, f the friend's name from a foreign land. And then uh, we'll do Kai for the martial artist. Uh, Kai, and then we only have uh, two letters here. And normally Kai spells their name Kai with a space and then L-E-E, -E, but you can achieve the same uh, the same sound with an L-I, and since we only have five letters, we're going to cheat the spelling a little bit and have Kai Lee be our uh, superpower using friend. Uh, now we can name our pet. Um, don't kill options include King, Peach, Sparky, Rex, Baby, Rover, Misty. Um, I had a poodle when I was growing up, by which I mean like in middle, in grade school and middle school, I guess. Um, and so he was like a standard white poodle. And my mom liked the name White Satin Sugar for him. But my brother and I thought that that was a little bit... Um, Froofy, so we would call him Sugar as a standard name to speak to him because dogs are, you know, not dogs aren't all about the three word names. Um, but, uh, Lyra, I'm gonna kick you out of the room if you don't hush. But we'd call him Sug for short, so we're gonna call our dog from the game Sug. Um, what's our favorite homemade food? Uh, don't care options are steak, pie, pasta, cake, eggs, bread, salmon. You know, right right now, as you may know, I've been uh, at home lately with some stomach problems. So I've been on a very reduced diet, and the only thing on this list that I've been able to eat is bread. So we're going to say that our favorite homemade food is bread. Our favorite thing, this is going to name our main psychic attack. So, like... Our favorite food and then the name of the dog aren't super important because you like you don't interact with them for most of the game. But our favorite thing is going to be the name of our uh, our main psychic attack on Ness for a long time. So rockin' hammer, love, gifts, slime, gaming, boxing, rockin'. Uh, we'll go with rockin'. Cy rockin' is a cool thing. I noticed that, uh, so we have Troy P, Paula, Dan K, Kylie, Shrug, uh, Shug, favorite food, bread, coolest thing, rockin', am I sure? Yes! Uh, now of course we're not even gonna get far enough in the game to even meet Paula, much less, uh, Dan K or, uh, Kylie, but I think that they, uh, will appreciate, uh, being in the game. I don't know who Paula is, but I think that Dan K and Kylie will both appreciate uh, being in the game in any small part uh, with us on this journey. It says, On it, a small town in Eagle Land, and it's sort of scrolling over a town which looks like a, a standard small town. It's got streets of buildings. The, the perspective is um, not quite isometric. There are, the, the diagonals are isometric-ish. This is Troy P's house that we've zoomed in on. Um, but then also stuff that's like directly towards the camera is just straight at the camera. So this isn't really a fully isometric thing. Uh, in, the insides of buildings are like uh, trapezoids where the, the back is narrower than the front to sort of provide a little perspective, but you're sort of theoretically looking straight on 
at these uh, things. So Ness is a boy in his pajamas with very messy hair. And there was a crash outside the house. Okay, Lyra, I'm going to send you outside the room. Because you're... Come on. Go on. Oh, oh. All right. It's entirely possible that none of you could hear her little dog whines, and I sent her out of the room for no reason, but, uh, oh well. So, Ness woke up because there was a crash in the hills near his house. Let's talk to Mom. What was that noise? Troy P., you don't seem scared. Are you nuts? You want to go check it out? Oh, okay. You snick out of your room anyway, even if I asked you not to. At least change out of your jammies before you go. So, that's like a pretty cool mom who's like, okay... You can go out to find a mysterious thing in the woods. Uh, let's talk to our sister. Hey, bro, did the sound wake you up? Were you freaked out? So in this game, if you push A, uh, it opens up a menu where you can choose talk to, goods, equip, status, or check. And there's an empty slot that's going to be Psy later once we learn Psy. You can also just push L to like do sort of the default action. So we can go up to a little present and push L. Troy P, open the present. There's a cracked bat inside. Troy P takes it. Uh, if you push L when you're not, uh, when you're not like at an item or anything, it'll just say no problem here, which is what happens if you do like the check action, but there's nothing to check. Um, besides humans, dogs also sleep at night. Why aren't you asleep, says the dog. Um, so we're gonna go to our uh, equipment. And so the way you that stuff works in this game is that if you want to equip something, you have to go to equip and pick it. If you go to the inventory, uh, there's no like equip option when you look at the item via the inventory path. It's uh, they they could have made better decisions. So outside at night, there's a man in a suit nearby. Says I want to return home, but the road is closed. People are taking this meteorite situation too seriously. There's a sign near our house. And it says, south of the suburbs of Onnit. What? Oh, south to the suburbs of Onnit. Okay, that makes sense. Because we're north of Onnit. And you know that we're north because you have to walk down to go to Onnit. And down is always south. So there's some cops that have blocked off the road. Onnit police are infamous for closing roads if something's going on. We are going for the world record. And indeed, the road is closed. This cop says, don't panic. It's just a, what? Meteorite that, Who? Fell. I just want to, what? Go home. Um, this game is so, like, permanently weird that I can't tell if that was the translation being weird or if the game genuinely was that weird in Japanese. This is a kid with some 3D glasses and a weird sort of stylish outfit. Um, if you think of the guy from Back to the Future who's like um, one of the... In Back to the Future, there's like a hooligan guy who's got 3D glasses that's like a friend of Biff. I'm pretty sure that I'm remembering the right movie and the right character. And that guy looks like this. So just imagine that. And if you haven't seen Back to the Future, go watch it, and then you'll be able to imagine what I'm talking about. Definitely don't look at a screenshot of this game because that would not let you know what I'm talking about. Did you hear the Big Bang? I think a meteorite landed nearby. I want to be the first to see it, okay? I'm going to try to be the first to get there. Well, not if I walk down the road first. Walking down the road, we see a cop. He says, don't you know what time it is? Get your butt home, pronto. That's okay. I'm white. I don't have to fear the cops that much. This isn't Portland. 
This cop says a meteorite has landed. The sharks are running wild in town. You kids are wandering around, and I'm hungry. I hate my job. Okay, well, that's about the what I would expect from a cop. It's dangerous to go to the hilltop. Even if I advise you not to go, it won't stop you, will it? Well, that's more of like an understanding cop that you'd see in like a movie set in the 80s or something, maybe. Hey, you, don't you know what time it is? That was another cop. So we're walking through the hills, going up the little slopes, back and forth. There's a present. Troy P. opened the present. There's a bread roll inside. Troy P. takes it. Um, there is a man with a house. Treasure hunter, this is Lear X Aggregate's house. Okay, well, Lear is outside. He says, hey, Troy P., hiya, buddy. A meteorite went down and went boom. It was a real mess for a while. I was fine because I always eat garlic and work out to help make my body stronger. However, the weaker citizens probably fainted. I wanted to tell you, whoops, I almost told you about my, uh, by the way, Troy P., did you check my billboard? I wrote the message myself. That's my real job, you know. I'm a billboard guy. Why don't you check out my work? Uh, so, thanks, Lear. Actually, I'm going to jump on the General Voice channel right now, just in case, because I see some people talking in the audio-only Let's Play Discord right now, and we just want to make sure that everyone has a chance to jump in uh, if they want. That meteorite looks different from usual. It's strange and marvelous, as well as mysterious. Ooh. All right, we're getting to the end. There's some cops. Nice timing, Troy P. Will you do something about Pokey? He's driving me nuts. Are you two friends? I'm going to say no. You're not friends, but aren't you neighbors? Come on, help me out here. Well, let's talk to this guy. Hey, Troy P., don't be rubbernecking. You're getting on the cops. Oops, I mean officer's way. You can go home now. Tomorrow, I, Pokey, will tell you more about the strange meteorite. I'm fine here, but you're bugging the officers. This cop says, shh, shh. This cop says, clear out, get out of my way. Clear out, get out of my way. Clear. He just says that over and over. He says, whoops, my mistake. I mean, get out of my way. Oh, oh, okay. On the last line, I think he said, get out of your way. And then he meant, my mistake, I meant get out of my way. Anyway, he says the same line like five times in a row. And I'm not going to subject you to that. Because seeing that textually is like not so bad. But then... Uh, actually hearing it visually and having to, like, live through that is just the worst thing. So we go home, talk to Mom. She's at the home. Welcome home, Troy P. It's not necessary to talk about it tonight. It's late. Scoot off to bed now. And then we can say yes or no. We're going to say yes. Later that night. Oh, what's that? There's a knock at the door. Someone's knocking at the door. What an annoying knock! That's what Sis says. My land. Who could be knocking at the door at this time of night? My, my land? Who could be knocking at the door at this time of night? Would you answer it? That's what Mom says. And then, in fact, the door is knocking. If you, you don't even get to answer it normally. Like, you just go near the door and Pokey busts in. 
Hey, listen to what I've got to say. Uh, when I took Picky to the place where the meteor landed... Oh, good evening, ma'am. You're looking lovely as usual. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, the police that were guarding the meteorite landing left suddenly to deal with the sharks. You know, the sharks. They're the local ruffians. And they were really going wild. Suddenly, I noticed that Picky was gone. I blame the cops. It certainly wasn't my fault at all. When my dad gets back, I know I'm going to get it. You're my best friend. Won't you help me find Picky? And then we can say yes or no. We'll say yes. Okay, good buddy. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Before we go, why don't you say goodbye to your mom? Don't you agree, ma'am? So let's go talk to mom. I know that the dog is unreliable, but you should take Suge along. The cracked bat in Casey's room could help out at a time like this. No matter what anyone says, you're a courageous, strong boy. You're my own natural-born fighter. You'll go far. Remember to go for it! But I think you should change out of your jammies before you leave. And this sends us back upstairs. Now we're dressed in our hat and shorts. Um, we can talk to the gal. I'll do everything I can to help you. Good luck on your adventure. You might get hungry along the way, so here's a cookie. Hey, that's actually cool. Troy P. got the cookie. You can also leave anything you don't need with me. Do you want me to hang on to something? We'll say no for now. Be careful. She can, like, like if you run out of inventory space, you can have her store your rarely used items. The phone does nothing if you talk to it. The dog says, do you want me to go with you? I guess I have no choice. Let's go. He's saying it in, like, parentheses. Like, like you're looking at the dog, and the dog looks at you, and you're sort of intuiting how you feel towards each other. But the dog is not literally a talking dog, no. That's later in the game, probably. All right, you go out in front. I'll follow at a safe distance. Let's get going. Pokey joins you. Let's go outside. Oh. Now the phone's ringing. Let's answer the phone. Troy P. Answer the phone. Hello, it's your dad. Work on a, work to exhaustion when you're ha young. Have you ever heard of a weird saying like this? Just remember, I'm always behind you, 100%. Don't be afraid. I know you're brave. You can do it. Don't forget to call me periodically during your adventure. I can make a record of your progress when you call me. Oh, yeah, I deposited $30 into your bank account. Do you have your ATM card? Withdraw your money from any cash machine and buy whatever you need. Good luck, my boy. I feel like such a hero. What? Well, the father of a hero, at least. <laughs> Slam. Beep. Okay. Well, what a colorful character our absent father is. Outside, now there's an enemy. It's a runaway dog. We're going to bash it with a baseball bat. Suge did a biting attack. 3 HP damage. Troy P attacks. The runaway dog quickly. Picky did nothing. Or Pokey did nothing. The runaway dog used a biting attack. 6 HP of damage to Troy P. Suge used a biting attack. 3 HP damage to the runaway dog. Pokey tried to edge closer to the enemy. Troy P attacks. 7 HP damage to the runaway dog. I should maybe turn down the tech speed if I'm going to read all this. The runaway dog used a biting attack. 6 HP damage to Troy P. Suge growled and lunged forward. 7 HP damage to the runaway dog. Pokey cried to cry. 7 HP to the runaway dog when we bashed it. The runaway dog became tame. You tame. You won. Troy P gained 4 XP. Troy P's level is now 2. Offense went up by 1. Maximum HP went up by 3. Maximum PP went up by 1. Troy realized the power of life up A. Um, so... Can we... Uh, there does not appear to be a way to change the game... Uh... Uh, the text speed from within the game. Maybe we can change it later. You engage the Spiteful Crow. So we're gonna bash the Spiteful Crow. The Spiteful Crow pecked at your eyes! 8 HP of damage to Troy P! Should growl and lunge forward. 9 HP of damage to the Spiteful Crow. Pokey complained to Troy P. Troy P attacks, just missed! 
The Spiteful Crow pecked at your eyes. 8 HP of damage to Troy P. Should Growlithe lunge forward. 9 HP of damage to the Spiteful Crow. Pokey used Troy P as a shield. Troy P attacks the Spiteful Crow. Dodge quickly. We might die. We're at 5 hit points. Uh, so we might die. But, oh well. The Spiteful Crow has a big grin on his face. Should Growlithe lunge forward. The Spiteful Crow dodge quickly. Pokey acted all innocent. Troy P attacks. The Spiteful Crow dodge quickly. Alright. We'll try again. The Spiteful Crow pecked at your eyes. 8 HP of mortal damage to Troy P. Troy P got hurt and collapsed. Troy P lost the battle. Troy P, it looks like you got your head handed to you. So how about giving it another shot? Yeah, we got 30 more minutes. Troy P decided to summon, uh, decided to return after summoning all the courage and energy he had. Good luck. And it sort of, it's, it shows Ness in a spotlight and then the spotlight sort of drifts into the distance. And then we return to the game world. Here we are back at the phone. Um, and... We don't have any PowerPoints. We lost all of our PowerPoints in the process. And we also lost $10 in the process, I think. Uh, let's talk to Mom. You're hungry already. Why don't you have some bread? Pokey, you don't like bread, do you? Too bad. And that heals us. Um, theoretically, I should... Uh, use life up next time. I thought that we could at least beat the crow... This is dumb. I'm gonna fight this. I'm gonna fight a crow again. I'm not gonna assure. We can't assure ourselves that this is the same crow, but we're going to engage a spiteful crow. Spiteful crow has a big grin on his face. Shug used a biting attack. The spiteful crow dodged quickly. Pokey thought to himself. Troy P attacks 11 hit points of damage to the spiteful crow. All right, we're just gonna stop saying that it's HP of damage. We're just gonna say 11 damage because that's a more natural English thing to say these days. So we're gonna attack the Spiteful Crow. The Spiteful Crow picked up your eyes. Eight damage to Troy P. Shook, charge forward, smash. 13 damage to the Spiteful Crow. The Spiteful Crow became tame. You won. Troy P gained three experience. The enemy left a present. Inside the present, there was a cookie. Troy P took it. All right, so that cookie is like a healing item. We're gonna fight a dog. There's so many wild animals outside. You engage the runaway dog. Bash the runaway dog. Hey, we can hear some dogs. Six damage to Troy P. Shook growled and lunged forward. Seven damage to the dog. Pokey thought to himself. Troy P attacked. Eleven da Nine damage, I should say. I love these dogs barking across the street while I fight a runaway dog. That's a really good sound effect. I could not have planned that. Um, Eleven HP. Uh, Eleven HP of damage to the dog. The dog became tame. Troy P gained four experience. Um, let's go to our goods menu. We're at 13 hit points. We're gonna eat the cookie and recover six hit points. Then we're gonna fight another dog. Uh, in this game, there's no point to not gaining levels. Like in some games, you want to hold off on gaining levels because you can improve how much levels give you later on in the game or something. Uh, in this game, there's no benefit to saving off on levels. So we'll just fight stuff as we go up the hill. Um, so we're gonna bash a runaway dog. The runaway dog is making a loud, piercing howl. Should charge forward. Seven damage. Pokey thought to himself. Troy P attacks. Just missed. The runaway dog is making a loud, piercing howl. Shook is barking. Pokey smiled insincerely. Troy P attacks. Nine damage. The runaway dog is making a loud, piercing howl. Shook is barking. Pokey tried edging close to the enemy. Troy P attacks. Ten damage. The runaway dog became tame. Troy P gained four experience. I'm actually really getting into this earthbound. Like, I didn't... I knew that Earthbound had a lot of text and that that would be easier to do an audio-only Let's Play of, but I didn't know that it would be this exciting. You engage the runaway dog. All right, we're going to bash it. 
Blood Piercing Howl, should charge forward, 7 damage. Pokey apologized profusely. Troy P did 10 damage. Runaway Dog used a Biting Attack, 6 damage to Troy P. Shook growled and lunged forward, 7 damage to the Runaway Dog. The Runaway Dog became tame. You won! Troy P gained 4 experience. Troy's level is now 3. Oh baby, offense went up by 3. Guts went up by 1. Vitality went up by 1. IQ went up by 1. Maximum HP went up by 12. Maximum Power Points went up by 4. Should we... Troy ate the cookie and recovered 6 HP, and now we're at 31 HP. Should we roll anything or, or imagine anything into the fact that when I read HP, I read it as the words HP, but when I read PP, I naturally say PowerPoints? Does that, does that mean anything psychologically? Am I trying to avoid the childish term PP? I just don't know. But I don't say hit points or health points. I say HP. So I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, we're going to bash this runaway dog. It used a biting attack. Seven damage to Troy. Shug is barking. Uh, Pokey did nothing. Troy did 13 damage. Runaway dog is making a piercing howl. Shug did seven damage. Pokey used... <laughs> Pokey used Troy P as a shield. Troy P bashed it for... I think it said 15 damage. And then we gained some experience. And we defeated that dog. I'm I'm not grinding friends. This is just the number of enemies if you just walk down the path. This is the number of enemies that you face. You engage the coil snake. So this coil snake looks like a sort of a green garden variety North American snake. Pokey acted all innocent. The coil snake coiled around you and attacked. Troy P suddenly couldn't move. Troy P couldn't move around. Troy P's body was free. Okay, so we did eight damage to it. I didn't read that line. And then I guess it it's big enough that it can coil around a 12-year-old and prevent him from moving, so that's pretty cool. Shug charged forward. Pokey pretended to cry. The Coil Snake used a biting attack. 4 HP of damage to Troy. Troy had 15 HP of damage to the Coil Snake. The Coil Snake became tame! You won! Troy gained one experience. Oh, so, I mean, if we can avoid fighting snakes, that sounds good because we did not... It's goods. We have a bread roll. Let's check our status. We're at 20 out of 45. We probably want to eat this bread roll. Troy's HP are maxed out. Okay. Hey, we can see the kid that we're looking for. He's up in the hill. We just got to go around. The police left some of their little barriers here. And there's the meteorite. Oof. And then Shug says in parentheses, If I knew this was going to be such a scary place, I wouldn't have come along. I'm out of here. And Shug runs home. What a brave dog. We can talk to the boy. So, so uh, Picky, the younger brother, is is like sleeping behind a bush. That's how people lost track of him. And then you talk to him and he says, What? Oh, you woke me up. Pokey, I've been looking all over for you. You see, Pokey got scared and ran away. Well, I'm glad you're okay at least. Let's go home now. I bet mom and dad are worried sick about us. Jeez, sometimes I wonder which of us is the real big brother. Picky joins you. Troy P! Do you hear a buzzing sound? Sounds like a bee flying around? We can pick yes or no. We're gonna pick no, because we don't hear it yet. Oh, come on, you must hear it. I'm gonna turn that up a little bit. Oh yeah, there's that, there's that bee sound. Mmm, and then a beam of light opens up over the meteor and a bee comes out of the beam of light. A bee I am! Not. 
I'm from 10 years in the future, and in the future, all is devastation. Gygas, the universal cosmic destroyer, sent all the horror of eternal darkness. However, you must listen. Where I am from, there is a well-known legend that has been handed down from ancient times. It says, when the chosen boy reaches the point, he will find the light. The passing of time will shatter the nightmare rock and will reveal the path of light. You see, it is my opinion that you are that boy, Troy P. This, I believe, Gygas' monstrous plan must have been set in motion somewhere on Earth. If you start to confront the enemy immediately, you may have time to counter the evil intentions of Gygas. Three things are of utmost importance. Wisdom, courage, and friendship. The legends of the ancient times tell of three boys and a girl who defeat Gygas. I will tell you more later. Go now, and do not be anxious about the future. You have much, you have much work to do, Troy P. Did you listen to what I told you? Yes, I did. Thank you for listening to my long story. You are as exceptional as I expected you to be. Buzz Buzz now joins you. Uh, and then Pokey says, Troy P, it looks like you're really in a lot of trouble this time. Three boys, he said. Uh, I'm not one of those three, am I? Because I'm not into this kind of thing at all. Jeez, my heart is almost pounding right out of my chest. If you, uh, if you want me to do a sniveling twerp voice in your, um, tween anime, uh, I'm available for hiring, folks. Um, do, 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 do. So now, uh, Buzz Buzz is literally buzzing around her head as we walk back to home. There's also, uh, so there's Ness, and then this is the style of Super Nintendo game where your party falls behind you. So behind Ness, there's also Pokey and Picky following in a little trail. Oh, a white light shoots down from the sky, and a silvery being appears before us. It's been a long time, Buzz Buzz. You've been successful at foiling Master Gigas's plans, but, Buzz Buzz, you must now surrender. You're no longer a hero, just a useless insect. I'll stomp you hard. Oh my gosh. The Starman Jr. blocked the way! So, this Starman looks like a vaguely humanoid figure. He's got very a sleek, metallic appearance. Instead of eyes, there's like a single sort of visor slot, sort of like a knight or maybe a Cylon. Um, on one side, it's got little shapes that look kind of like military medals or they could be like robotic buttons or something. The arms are like, uh, like octopus tentacles rather than where they don't have hands. They just have little tiny, they just sort of narrow down to a little grabber. Um, and as you can hear, the music is funkier than normal. The way this game works uh, is that normally there's like uh, sort of a psychedelic background and then the enemy and then you're sort of in a first person perspective. So you don't see your own characters during the battle. But there's like black bars over the top and bottom of the screen. During this battle, we know it's extra intense because there's no more black bars. So we see even more of the psychedelic background. Um, we're gonna bash the star. It says Starman Jr. So now we know this is a Starman Jr. Buzz Buzz tried Psy Shield, uh, Sigma. Uh, all of our bodies were protected by the Psychic Shield. It's like reading them off one at a time. And then we do one damage. Pokey played dead. Troy P. Oh, oh. Picky played did damage. We did 10 damage. And then uh, the Starman is using Psy Fire Beta. Um, but the shield from Buzz Buzz protected us. So we're gonna bash him again. Buzz Buzz, charge forward, 105 damage. 
Picky did one damage. Pokey complained. Troy P smashed, which is like a critical hit for 30 damage. Starman Jr. tried Try Freeze Alpha, but then this uh, Psychic Shield made it disappear. So good work, Buzz Buzz. Buzz Buzz tried Psy Shield Sigma. I think it's a Sigma. It's it's the little E that uses the mathematical um, summation signal. So everyone's trying to hit the Starman. We're clearly outclassed, except for Buzz Buzz is keeping us alive. Um, the Starman uses another Psychic Fire, but the shield protects us again. So Buzz Buzz charged forward, 107 damage. The Starman Jr. was defeated. You won! Buzz Buzz won, really. Troy P gained 16 experience. That's cool. I mean, we didn't really contribute, but we did get a critical in. You, I was taking a big chance there. He came from 10 years in the future to kill me, so we can't relax yet. From now on, you'll be fighting enemies sent by Gygus, as well as humans who have evil thoughts. They'll definitely make trouble during your adventure. Animals are also becoming violent due to Gygus' influence over the evil in their minds. It is the truth, so listen. Okay. Well, let's take these two idiots home. Well, this one idiot and this one neutral guy. Pokey is the idiot. Picky's all right. Let's talk to their dad. I'm really sorry that my kids troubled you so much. Both of you are really going to get it now. They all go upstairs, and then you hear like a dad. You hear like a weird sound effect. I think it's supposed to be the dad spanked him or something. I don't know. By the way, I would be happy if you left sometime soon. I'm tired of your family living next door. We've loaned your father a lot of money. It may have been $100,000 or more. Well, I guess it really could have been less. But because of the loan, my family and I now live in poverty. My husband is much too lenient with the children. Oh, well, nice guys finish last. That's the story of our life. And then Buzz Buzz flies near the wife. Ayee! I think it's a dung beetle. I'll smash your guts out. And she hits Buzz Buzz. And even though he defeated the Starman earlier, uh, a housewife is too much for him. We talk to him. He's he's on the floor. Ugh, guess I was much weaker than I thought. So you must now begin your adventure. See, you... Oh, I just remembered. Listen to my final words. To defeat Gygus, your own power must unite with the Earth's. The Earth will then channel your power and multiply it. There are eight points that you must visit. Make these places your own. Each of these locations is your sanctuary. One of them is near Onnit. It is called Giant Step. Go there first. Do you understand? Yes. All right. You are a very intelligent young man, and... Oh, the pain. Everything is going dark. Before I pass on, I want to give you something. It is the sound stone. You can record the melodies from the eight your sanctuary locations into the stone. It is an awesome item. By the way, I'm almost gone, but did you want to hear my story one last time? No. No buzz buzz. That's good. Good. It's already done outside, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm fading fast. Ugh. Troy P got the sound stone. And then his little icon flickers and disappears. That's it for Buzz Buzz. And as we go outside, the, like as a cutscene sort of, the night coloration shifts towards the daytime coloration. Um, if we try to go back inside our own house, suddenly, oh no, there's a sound, what's going on? A man flies in from the, out of the sky. He's wearing a top hat and like a butler suit sort of. He's got uh, blonde hair. Pictures taken instantaneously. I'm a photographic genius, if I do say so myself. Okay, get ready for an instant memory. Look at the camera. Ready? Say fuzzy pickles. 
and then Ness throws up a peace sign, and the whole screen, like, has a shutter animation over it. Wow, what a great photograph! It will always bring back the fondest of memories. And then he flies back up, straight up into the sky and disappears. That was a little wild. Not gonna lie. That was a little bit much. Mom says, you're back. Don't bother yourself with talking now. You look too tired. Mothers understand these things. Eat some bread and scoot up to bed. So yeah, we're gonna get healed. And, uh... Looks like we got about 17 minutes left on this segment. Anchor lets you record up to an hour per segment when you put together an episode. And I could theoretically do a multi-segment podcast and go over an hour. But I feel like an hour is a comfortable time for a podcast duration to be. People sort of expect that a podcast episode will be an hour. It's a specialty podcast that goes over an hour. Like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. He really, really grips you and pulls you in. And so we can forgive him for making four hour episodes. Also, he only makes an episode like every four months. So it basically adds up to averaging out to something way less than an hour. Um, so this is another runaway dog. We're gonna bash the runaway dog. The dog howls. The runaway dog dodged quickly. Dog used a biting attack for six damage. We attacked for 14 damage. The dog bit us for six damage. We attacked for 16 damage, and the dog became tame. You won! Troy P gained uh, four experience. Our level's now four. Offense went up by two. Defense by two. Speed by one. Guts by one. Luck went two. Maximum HP by two. Maximum power points two. Realize the power of Hypnosis Alpha. I don't know that Hypnosis Alpha has a good power. I don't I don't remember my brother ever talking about it, and he's really big on this game. On it public library. Use the library more! I have a friend who's a librarian, she's pretty cool. The library is a nice place to learn stuff. I got a lot of info about Earthbound. You can borrow maps for nothing. Uh we could borrow a map, but then it would like take up an inventory slot. I don't really think we need to check on the map. But if we go near the library, there's this kid. He says, Troy P, I'm doing watch out duty for the hideout. Can you take over? And we'll say, yes. Just kidding. Being watch out is my job. Well, that's neat. But if we go into the hideout, it's like a tree house back in the woods. We can talk to some kids in the hideout. One has like a hat, like Jigen from Lupin the Third. He's got overalls and a Jigen hat. I had a dream about you, and you were traveling with a cute girl. If the dream comes true, say hi to her for me. After all, I'm single. Well, that's interesting. Oh, wait. Maybe the hat... No, it's from some angles, it looks like it's a folded-up uh, origami paper boat hat, but he definitely has a Jigen hat. This kid says, You've grown since I last saw you. You're beginning to look like a man. You're so cool. I, I think I really like you. Well, you know what I mean. I don't actually know what, that, what I mean. Is he, is he like, is that kid gay for Ness and he just can't say it because it's the 90s and you couldn't say that in Japan as much? Or what? I don't know. Let's talk to this kid. He's got like a baseball helmet on. I'll give you my Mr. Baseball cap. I know you've wanted it for a long time. It's the best cap for someone really brave like you. Troy P got the Mr. Baseball cap. That's neat. Let's go to our equipment. And for body, no. Is it an other? Yeah, it's an other. That changes our defense from 4 to 10. So, that's a huge deal. Um, let's check along the road. There's a little thing. It uh, looks like a gopher. If you talk to it, it says, I am not your enemy. I am simply your average run-of-the-mill mole. Would you like some hints on fighting enemies? Sure, I'll take a hint. Listen carefully. My hint 
involves which way you are facing when a battle with an enemy occurs. If you allow enemies to approach you from your back or side, they may get a surprise opening attack. When they approach this way, your TV screen... No, no, I mean the world in front of you will show a red swirl for a second. On the other hand, if you approach an enemy from the back or side, you may get a surprise opening attack. In this case, your TV... Oops again! The world in front of you shows a green swirl. The point is, try to fight so that you always have the advantage. That's cool. There's a billboard, says giant step. North at the top of the mountain. Danger, do not enter. Alright, you got some people in sort of red jackets and red hats. I heard there's a big footprint on the hilltop behind this shack. I haven't seen it myself, it's just a rumor. This shack was locked by someone from City Hall, so we can't use it. The reason it was closed was because a punk named Frank may have trashed the place. What a drag. We can't even change our clothes, and hotels are too expensive. Okay, so the sign says don't enter. Like, the sprite itself says don't enter, so you don't, don't even have to read it. There's a billboard that says traveling entertainers shack. I guess these traveling entertainers should have been able to stay in the shack. It says the door is locked. Well, it was locked by someone at City Hall, so let's go to City Hall. Um, so like I said, uh, we're going to stop just under an hour, but the timer right now says 48, so we got a little time. Oh, hey, there's a trash can. Let's Troy P. dug around the trash can. Well, let's see here. There's a hamburger inside. Troy P. takes it. Um, so there's a burger shop. There's a drugstore. Some cars will go down the town. There's a little butterfly. I'm actually going to use side life up A to heal. And then I'm going to chase down this butterfly and get my side points back. When you touch the butterfly, it just has sparkles, a sparkly butterfly. It says the magic butterfly made Troy P relax. And then that recovers your hit points. Or no, it recovers 20 side points. That's what it is. Sorry. Uh, this place says Town Hall. Let's read the billboard. I don't think I've ever read the billboard in front of Town Hall. On at City Hall. Well, that's nice. Oh, hey, there's a non-crazy dog. This is Bow Wow. Don't you think you'll be needing a weapon? Do you know the drugstore sells things you can use? I knew about it. Well, thank you, dog. That dog is some sort of terrier, maybe? Looks like a Jack Russell Terrier, except it doesn't have the brown bits. Like, if a Jack Russell Terrier was pure white, which I'm sure is some other kind of terrier. Um, oh, I've got a Discord notification. Hey, it's Bill! <laughs> Bill, how you doing? I'm gonna, here, hold on. Let me turn down the game settings a little bit so that I can hear your voice properly. There we go. Just clean in the kitchen. Okay. Well, we're in the last... We're in the last ten minutes of an Earthbound episode. Ooh, Earthbound. What, um, Earthbound 1 or Earthbound 2? Uh, Earthbound for the Super Nintendo, which I guess we're going to call Earthbound 1. Uh, Mother 2. Mother 2, yes. Um, yes, it's the second of the trilogy. Yeah, the second of the trilogy. I didn't, I didn't mention that. View, viewers, um... Earthbound is technically the sequel to a Nintendo game called Mother that was not released in the U.S., which is why in the U.S. it was called Earthbound, because calling it Mother 2 would have been confusing. It's like the Final Fantasy situation. And then there's Mother 3, which is supposed to be the best one. Uh, my brother really, really likes it. It's a Game Boy Advance game, also not released in the U.S. There is a fan translation that is apparently quite good, um, but I have never played it. Perhaps I'll do that on the show someday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I'm speaking to you, Lopa. Yep. I'm going to get back to cleaning my hole. All right. 
Yeah. See you, Bill. Bet I, bet I could podcast bomb you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, cheers, mate. Cheers. Um, yeah. M- about half this episode, we've been hanging out in the uh, the general channel on voice. So if you are anyone else, you have nine minutes to jump in. And, oh, aren't you Troy P? Is it a school holiday today? Have you done your homework? Remember to brush your teeth before going to bed. Have you been wetting your bed? This is a weird guy. He's like in the office of the mayor's. I'm in a really foul mood. Why? Because the mayor doesn't like me. I think I'll just kick back for a while. May just take a couple of hours to sign this paper. (laughs) Well, uh, your tax dollars at work, friends. Oh, there's a poster here that says, aren't you stuck? If you want a hint, come and get it. Eagle Land Hint Union. Uh, there's a guy in a red jacket. He says, there are lots of snakes and stray dogs around on it. Is the mayor going to let them just run around doing whatever they want? I'm here to protest. Uh, there's a woman wearing a fancy dress, and it looks like she's carrying shopping bags. Some suspicious-looking kids are heading out into the woods north of the library. I wonder if there are members of the Sharks. To stop the spread of the gang, someone should shut down the gathering places. Don't you think? I started the movement. Well, that stop all the bad influences on that will stop all the bad influences on the children of Onnit. I call it the Fresh Breeze Movement. Hum de dum. What a Karen! Did I tell you that I saw a giant ant one time at Giant Step? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it for you. That old lady is giving us a hint about one of the enemies that we'll see. I work for City Hall, but somehow Mayor Prickle bugs me. Let's keep this between you and me. Uh, that's a guy at a desk. The other guy at the desk says, We don't have any openings for part-time employees at this time. Okay. Uh, okay. So this last door has got to be the mayor's office. Uh, there's a lady. The mayor's office is on the second floor. You need an appointment before you visit. I'm going to have to stop you if you try to see the mayor. Well, if I go upstairs, I see a cop. The lady didn't stop me, but the cop is here. The mayor is busting his butt with all the troubles in town, like the sharks and the meteorite. Hey, are you the guy who's trying to reform the sharks? Wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. You've got to be kidding. Scram. And the cop pushes us back downstairs. If we talk to the lady again, she says, look, I told you so. Okay, so that was like a translation error. It's not I'm going to stop you. It's like they are going to stop you. The cops are upstairs. Um... And there's a guy up front says, rumor has it that the shark's boss is hanging out near the giant step. There's an old lady. If one of your friends becomes unconscious, you should visit them at the hospital. You should check with the nurse receptionist and she will release your friend. It's a nice thing to remember, but it's all right if you forget. Ooh, what a, what a grim notion that's all right to just forget your friends at the hospital. Um... The point overlooking the sea has beautiful scenery. It's over that away. Such a beautiful place. Gets me all choked up. That's a kid who looks like Pigpen. He's got like a gray... He looks like it's a white shirt that's turned gray with dirt. And his hair is like gray with dirt in the hair. He really reminds me of Pigpen from Peanuts. We go out to the sea. There's a man... Oh, there's a man with a saxophone. I must be the happiest man in the world. I can practice my trumpet in this scenic spot. I'll send my haunting melody throughout the town. Well, that's cool. That is a haunting melody.
Um, oh, hey! Oh, we're fighting a snake. I was told to podcast on you. Well, uh, you have a little less than five minutes to podcast bomb however much you want. Let's go up in the house. Are you playing Earthbound? I am playing Earthbound. Uh, I turned the game down quite a bit so that people could hear this conversation. But uh, I had the sound way up so that we could hear the sounds. And I'm recording it into my phone as part of a, um, a low production quality challenge that we had earlier today in the Locathor channel. Classic style. Yeah. Um, so in the last five minutes, I think we have to we have to save the game and quit. Honestly, let's go into the drugstore. Um, and then talk to Dad on the phone. Troy picked up the receiver. Call Dad. Troy, it's your dad. I deposited fifty-one in your bank account. Taking away what you spent, you now have eighty-one in the bank. Well, EXP to get to the next level, sixty-four. Anyway, what do you need from me? Record. All done. Your dear old dad was thinking about hitting the hay for the night. I've created a record of your adventure to this point. Good night, sleep tight, and we'll hit end. We're a great team, aren't we? Well, you should turn the power off instead of just pressing reset, all right? And then, like, the game locks up right there. So we we literally can't continue the game. Um, That was cool. Uh, anything that you two want to say before I hit stop recording? Listen to Locathor's podcast, even though you already are. You should continue to do so. It's okay. Very good. Uh, Best daily audio-only Let's Play podcast I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Skeleton House. You've been doing some Halloween specials in addition to the main game series you're doing, right? Yes. Last one comes out on the thirty-first. I don't know. I'm assuming you're uploading this tomorrow. Maybe? No, I'm uploading this immediately. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, so oh, sorry, I don't know if tomorrow style language. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the last one, so you should check check out my my spooky scary skeletobers. Okay, I've been listening to parts of those, but I've also been listening to them like late at night, so I kind of only vaguely remember them because I was sleepy at the time. Oh, I'm I'm totally cool with that. the The next one is uh, Cthulhu Dating Sim, so it's pretty good. Oh, that sounds great. Have you played Cthulhu Saves the World? have for a little bit okay uh, but i haven't got too far into it because i was with a double pack with uh breath of fire breath breath of death, breath of fire. Yeah. Breath of death. yeah yeah i got them in a humble bundle once and i sort of I, I chuckled at the titles but haven't played them i remember enjoying them but i just stopped playing them i should i'm i might actually download cthulhu saves the world today and play that i think there was like a sequel or something i think there's a new cthulhu does something game like cthulhu saves santa or something yeah, saves Christmas. Okay, yeah. And uh, Bill, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, oh, we haven't got time. We haven't got time. All right. <laughs> um, I've just released an episode of uh, Audio Only Experience, which is my police and play for. Um, and that's the first time I've released it in months. Troy. Oh, Troy's here now too. Hey I'm Troy, like, how you doing? Hey, don't listen to me, guys. Just ignore me. My my headset's not on. <laughs> we got about uh 60 seconds before i have to hit stop recording okay i can hear you my child tried to hear the, steal the phone because he could hear you and he says hi oh hi or, troy or, and hi troy's child oh hi atticus troy i'm gonna make you yes. play galvan too i don't know what that is but i'm afraid <laughs> you, you should be oh good 
Good, good, good. I didn't be, think about it. Scary games was the worst I thought of. I didn't think about perverted games. Okay. You know me. I immediately went for perverted. Oh. Damn it, Bill. Bill, you can't do that in front of a child. <laughs> Go on, look cool. You better, you better wrap up quick. Um, let's see. Well, it's 59.25 right now. Anyone want to say something for 30 seconds? I got nothing. I'm, uh... I'm uh, Troy started a new Patreon today, so Troy's getting in on the Patreon uh, boondoggle. Yeah, go give Troy a dollar. That's what you should do. Yeah, the the Troy to Power podcast. Oh, by the way, uh, the Earthbound is already open, so Troy, you don't know, but Troy, you're actually you were in this episode. I was. You were. So you'll have to listen to it as soon as I put it out. Oh God, does that mean skipping episodes? And 